Okay, great. Thanks again for everyone joining. You've heard from Howard. Now just a few points from me. The rise of Canadian hard rock. I'd say it's all the right qualities at the right time. Let's chat through it and then we'll show you where the various companies are located on the map at the end. But just some pointers to start. What's happening in the backdrop of, uh, of why Canada has become so important and why there's so much exploration and it's the future because we're seeing a battle for feedstock. Spodrumin concentrate supply has become a bottleneck for chemical converters. There's a tug of war going on with respect to operating margins between spodrumin suppliers and the chemical converters. And as downstream, as downstream customers have pushed back against higher lithium chemical prices and drawn down on inventories, the friction between feedstock suppliers and chemical converters will rise, in my opinion. We've seen already some pushback and it resulted in Pilbara electing to do toll treatment for its BMX platform material, which is an example. They're taking the risk on the future hydroxide price rather than sell spodumin. And now China is looking to domestic lipidolite and African spodumin plus non-spodumin to increase available supply. But what we are witnessing is the start of artisanal lithium mining in Zimbabwe. As we saw artisanal mining happen in cobalt, we're now seeing it in lithium in Zimbabwe. The question is the ESG credentials and the CO2 footprint and the working conditions for lipidolite in China and Zimbabwean artisanal mining. The question is, is it likely that those will be acceptable to European and North American EV buyers on closer inspection? That remains to be seen. This opens the door, especially into the North American market for Canada to step up into the limelight. And what does Canadian hard rock bring to the table? Well, it brings a number of positive attributes. The one is it's very close to the US where we're seeing a substantial number of battery cell plants being planned, a terawatt hour or possibly even more, and cathode plants are now following, which of course is key to be supplied. There's the IRA benefits in terms of sourcing of material. Then Canada is politically stable. There's established mining laws and incentives, including flow-through financing, which you'll hear about a bit in the presentations, which is linked to raising funding at premium prices, but it has to be uh, used for exploration. Another key variable is abundant, low cost and low CO2 power availability, which is very good in both Quebec and in Ontario. And you have good lithium grades in Canada, typically above 1%, in some cases well above, and low impurities. And with that, we're seeing a growing number of projects that will be a DMS only or DMS only to start, thanks to it being coarse-grained and suitable for that process. That will have spill-on effects to permitting, especially given the nature of, uh, of that production process. Finally, there's future downstream potential. And in some instances, we have well-established hubs like Beckencore waiting to do it. So against the backdrop of uh, major consumers of spodumin looking for alternatives and unfortunately dirtier alternatives. And in some instances, there might be issues around artisanal mining. You have Canada stepping up 
and it would be perfectly placed to be a closed loop supplier to the North American market. Just as a reminder, you know, how big is that US market? Well, here's a chart here. You've seen EV penetration coming from very low numbers to as high as 8% of the market in December 2022. Just to put that in perspective, if, if the US passenger vehicle market stays flat in terms of absolute numbers between now and 2030, then EV sales growth only has to be 25 to 26% compounded between now and 2030 for EVs to reach the Biden target of 50% of the market. And considering that the US market is the fastest growing EV major EV market in the world, it's been 60% plus and is likely to continue to grow at that rate this year, that 25 to 26% number is put in perspective. Another encouraging thing is if you look at most new EV models that are being released into the market, most are battery electric, full battery rather than plug-in hybrid, which means bigger battery sizes and increased cell demand and, of course, lithium demand for the most part, hydroxide. And then one shouldn't exclude how big the Tesla Semi and other truck launches are going to be, given the nature of the IRA and the potential to get subsidies for up to as much as $40,000 a vehicle. That again is going to add to the number. And finally, energy storage market. If you look at the pivot to clean energy, I think it's important to realize how big the ESS market could become relative to EVs and again, adding to demand in the North American market. So here I have a list of all the presenting companies. Um, you can have a look at the various names and the, um, the projects and what it is they're looking to produce. In some instances, we've stated spodumin concentrate, but we're aware of people looking downstream. I think that may be a natural progression in time. This is a small sub-segment of people coming onto the market, but it gives you a good idea of who is out there and uh, you're going to get a better understanding of those companies as they present to you today. Uh, a lot of them have very good prospectivity and the potential to have fairly meaningful resource sizes. And I think as a closing comment, that is something to think about is that Canada, it is a big country. It hasn't had an aggressive amount of lithium exploration in the past. People have chased for other metals. And uh, we think that uh, there's definitely a scope for a number of decent discoveries. And we know a couple already are starting to rack up um, and we could have a couple of 100 million ton plus new deposits in that area, which for the location, a jurisdiction, political risk, etc., cetera, is, uh, is phenomenal. In addition to the list that we've given here, we have posted an interactive map on the RK Equity website that will assist you in getting your bearings as to where each of these projects is located uh, in Canada. Uh, with that, thank you for attending and let's move on into the presentations.